Broadcasting across the galaxy, you're listening to Radio Dakar, a Star Wars podcast dedicated to the animated series Star Wars Resistance. this emergency broadcast of Radio Dakar. I am your host, Doug Brooks, and it is kind of late on the East Coast, but I had to do this uh, episode not to talk about Star Wars Resistance, but to talk about the huge news that was dropped today, that we are getting a second live-action series on the Disney streaming service, which was also announced as Disney+. Plus. Disney plus sign. Uh, Bob Iger, the Disney chairman and CEO, announced that there will be a live-action series focusing on Cassian Andor from Rogue One uh, in the events leading up to Rogue One. So it's a prequel to the prequel. Uh, This was just shocking news. Did not expect anything like this, but I am so excited. Uh, I think this is going to be great. Um, actually, I, but since he had the, I think it was a shareholders meeting today, uh, they've made announcements for Star Wars off these meetings in the past, and it's about the time of year relative to the release date when we thought we might get the Episode Nine title. Um, it's about the same time that we got the Force Awakens reveal uh, four years ago, um, but no, nothing about Episode Nine. Um, but yeah, we got the shocking news about the new series, and I know it has nothing to do with Star Wars Resistance, uh, but I am just too excited not to talk about it. Um, it's had me thinking a lot between Resistance and Clone Wars and The Mandalorian and now the Cassian uh, series, whatever it's going to be called. If I have the time, I, I need to just make this a podcast about all the TV shows because there is so much coming down the pike. And Resistance, of course, is on Disney XD and regular Disney, but that's going to be three series on Disney Plus. Clone Wars may have wrapped up before um, Cassian starts, and who knows if Mandalorian is more than one season. They've only announced uh, the one season with all the directors and such. Um, But it's really exciting that they've got this much planned to kick off that service. Uh, Because we, yes, we have Ryan Johnson's new trilogy and the um, series of movies created by Benioff and Weiss from Game of Thrones, but we don't know uh, release dates for those or when they're coming out. So. A lot of solid TV news, as opposed to um, just what we know about the movies beyond Episode Nine. So I'll, I'll go ahead and read the press release from StarWars.com, and then I'll talk a bit about what I would like to see from the series, what my hopes are. Uh, the series, which will go into production next year, follows the adventures of Rebel spy Cassian Andor during the formative years of the Rebellion and prior to the events of Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Diego Luna will reprise his role of Andor. 
the rousing spy thriller will explore tales filled with espionage and daring missions to restore hope to a galaxy in the grip of a ruthless empire. A release date has not been announced yet. Uh, if you like, you can also go on YouTube uh, on the Star Wars channel and uh, watch a video of um, Andy Gutierrez announcing this as well. So just from what we know about it, obviously it can't take place after Rogue One. Spoilers, he dies. But we know enough about him from the movie that there, there is plenty of proto-rebellion and what we know of the rebellion stories that can be told with him. And, I mean, it can go back as far as that one line he had about he's been fighting since he was six years old. I can't remember the source material. It might have been the visual dictionary. But Cassian's family were separatists. And that's really an underplayed thing in the prequel era, is that a lot of people who were separatists, because they were fighting against the Republic, continued the fight against the Empire, since it was, in many ways, just a name change. So, yeah, we don't know some of the other people who were separatists, but, yeah, the Andors were, at least Cassian was. So, I don't imagine, I mean, since it's Diego Luna playing the role again, uh, I mean, they could always do flashbacks to when he was a kid and what he had to deal with then. So we don't know exactly when the starting point of the series is. Hopefully it runs for several seasons. Uh, I do like uh, that they, they call it a spy thriller, and there's espionage and all that, which is a nice contrast to The Mandalorian, which, from the limited information and visuals we've gotten from it, looks more like a western. Uh, so... I like that, that they you get, like with the Star Wars stories and um, these TV series, it get, it's giving them a chance to do genres that you wouldn't expect out of Star Wars. You know, we had the heist movie with Rogue One, and Solo was, yeah, in some ways, also a heist movie, but um, had a lot of... Um, just like James Dean, uh, Steve McQueen type action to it. And then, you know, turned out to be very much about the underworld. But then, so you've got a western, you've got a spy series. Um, I don't know, the first thing that comes to mind is the Mission Impossible TV series. Not that they'll have the masks and everything, but uh, just that sort of covert operations week to week. Um, Mandalorian, I think, is 8 to 10. I think they've... Con I don't know if they've confirmed anything, really, but... I'd have to look at the press release, but it's either 8 or 10 episodes for the first season. Um, so I'm guessing that it would be similar for um, the Cassian series. Again, don't know what it's going to be called yet. That'll come at a later time. But the great thing about this series, and it's great to have Diego Luna back, because as I've thought more and more about it, Rogue One I consider to be the best Star Wars movie. Yes, greater than Empire Strikes Back, 
it's, it, it's, I definitely think it's the best acted of any of the Star Wars films. I mean, it was such a great cast that they brought in. Galen's holographic talk to Jen and Saw, I think, may be the best acted scene in the entirety of Star Wars. And Diego Luna was brilliant in his role, too. So I, I'm just thrilled to see him in the lead. Now, who's going to be with him on the series? We don't know. I'm hoping that we get some of the people from Rogue One, like in the Rebel leadership, Bail Organa, Mon Mothma, uh, Draven, Merrick. Um, I hope uh, they can get those actors back for cameos or maybe as regulars. I don't know if uh, Alan Tudyk will be back as K2SO because it, d it depends on how long he's been in the employee of the Rebels. But, you know, we won't see Baze, we won't see Chirrut or um, Jen or Bodhi because you know, they come aboard during Rogue One. But if you can have the same, you know, people within the Rebellion that we had already met in Rogue One, that would be great. And this is a bit of a niche joke, but Diego Luna has this fascination with Jabba. Just go on YouTube, type in Diego Luna Jabba, and find out for yourself, because it is brilliant. And he, he is just so funny talking about it. So I'm very hopeful they find a way for him to have a dealing with Jabba, just so we get that scene. But in more serious matters, my number one character that I want to see on the show is Infus Nest. She was just so great and interesting in Solo. Erin Kellyman played her so well. And she's in the Rebellion. It makes so much sense for her to have an interaction with Cassian. Uh, could he take receipt of the Coaxium that they got on Savarine? You know, that'd be simple enough, but... If, if they went on a mission together or something like that, like he had to join the Cloud Riders for something, that would just be so awesome. Um, there's, I don't know if he'd really meet anybody from Rebels, because the way that show developed as far as when they joined the Rebellion, I don't know how much sense it would make. So I'm not going to hold hold out hope that they do a live-action Hera or Kanan or anything like that. I am hoping that he meets Ahsoka and has dealings with her. I think that makes more sense, especially if you've read the Ahsoka novel by E.K. Johnston. I mean, she's involved in the Rebellion early enough that it makes perfect sense for her to meet and work with Cassian. And if they got Ashley Eckstein to actually play her, that would be really great. Um, so those are the big ones. I mean, there, there's really no one in the Rebellion that we know of that wouldn't make sense to be on the show. Even if... I mean, this would be the chance to bring in Millie Bobby Brown as young Leia and have her with Jimmy Smith as Bail Organa. 
may be the first time he has to send Cassian on a mission or something like that. Just go ahead and do a cameo like that. It would be so awesome. So that's... Uh, I wasn't going to talk very long, but I just had to express my thoughts about it and put it on uh, the podcast channel. Like, like I say, it's not sequel era anything, but just based on my love for Rogue One and what they've done to fill in that gap between 3 and 4 and show us the beginnings of the Rebellion, I, I'm just really excited, and I'm loving what they're doing with the potential that Disney Plus is providing. Like I say, there's going to be three series going out at the same time. Not including Resistance. Not including Lego Star Wars All-Stars. Which I am going to talk about for sure. So, when the time comes, if I'm still rolling with this, I, I may just review Cassian and Mandalorian. But, um... That, that's it. Just, you know, a late night. Hey, I'm, I'm really excited. I want you to know. Uh, so you can find me on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Radio Dakar, R-A-D-I-O-D-Q-A-R. Uh, if, you, if you feel like it, let me know what you think. Are you excited about the series? Um, what would you like to see in it? Uh, just let me know. Uh, but until then, I will be back with a, another... Star Wars Resistance episode review in a few days. Until then, may the Force be with you.